uh, last time when you played the devs. You know you have to tell that story before you get off. You, you know yes. that. You know I did. You, my friend, are listening to The Happy Hearthstone, the longest-running Hearthstone podcast in the history of space and time and cards. As always, this show is brought to you by lovely listeners just like you. Thank you so much to Noodle Swoop, Jalen M., Fallen Sun, Number Theory, Punk Harls, and all the other patrons for making this show possible. You can join them and grab some great perks for yourself over at patreon.com slash thehappyhearthstone. And be sure to check out the show notes and all the past show notes over at thehappyhearthstone.com. Hello and welcome to episode 216 of the Happy Hearthstone, the longest running Hearthstone podcast in the history of space and time and cards. I am Guy Grumpy, your host for the show, and with me today to talk about all things BlizzCon is my good friend Chuck Meat 360 Chuck, welcome to the show. Thank you, Guy. I appreciate it. Thanks for having Chuckie. me. Yeah, I'm really happy to have you here. Actually, uh, I just wanted to I wanted Chuck to be part of this, really, because he's part of BlizzCon lore for me. He was really instrumental in getting me to the show in 2019, and we had a chance to hang out inside and out of the show and uh, got to know each other pretty well, though we knew each other pretty well through streams before. Uh, but I think that you're going to love Chuck as much as I do. Uh, Chuck, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you play Hearthstone and all of that jazz? Sure. So, um, like I said, I'm Chuck May 360. Uh, Chuck, if you want to call me Chuck, King Chucky, whatever you want. <laughs> um, but I am a um, I am a battleground streamer for the most part. Um, play a little bit of uh, play a little bit of standard here and there. Um, I stream uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesdays, roughly nine to nine thirty. Um, or nine between nine and nine thirty um, till about one o'clock um, in the morning. All times are EST. Um, we have a lot of fun. I uh, have a lot of fun in this in the channel. Um, my my MMR right now is uh, a little lower than you may have uh, you may have seen across the the, the battlegrounds universe. I'm about to four point uh, four point two k. But we again we we have a lot of fun. And um, it, it's it's a good time. So, how long have you been playing Hearthstone? I've been playing Hearthstone. <laughs> oh, geez, that's that's a story. I've been playing Hearthstone since 2017. Um, I, I would I played it here and there. No, I, I played it here and there, um, but I really picked it up in uh, in 2017, going into 2018. Um, 2018 actually was, I'd say that was pretty much the defining time for me to, to pick it up. And, and I'm going to say it full time. I, I started, I started off with, with Blizzard games way back. Um, geez, Starcraft, days of Starcraft, days of Diablo. Um, I've logged tons and tons of hours into Starcraft and Diablo, and in 2017, and actually it was uh, BlizzCon 20, 2018, if I'm not mistaken, um, we actually had expected the the Diablo community <laughs> had actually expected to have a a little bit different direction in Diablo um, when when we were there. And I think that you guys might know that that was the announcement of Diablo Immortal, and um, we literally felt like we got kicked in the stomach um and, and i really really lost 
uh, I, it really had a bad, t- a bad taste in my mouth with, uh, with Diablo after that. And I, I still love Blizzard games and wanted to pick up something different and remembered that I had played a little bit of Hearthstone here and there uh, the year before and liked it. So um, I, I started playing it again right after BlizzCon 2018, and I cannot put it down. <laughs> I, can't, I can't put the game down now. It's so much fun. And so I know when you started, you were more on the standard side, but at BlizzCon 2019, when they announced Battlegrounds, I think you and I probably went through the line more than anyone else. And I think I even beat you on that because you did go play a lot of the other games. Whereas I think I was in the line maybe 30 times even to play battlegrounds is how much I liked it. You did. Uh, right you from the really get-go. Liked it. I, I wasn't, I guess I wasn't as, I wasn't as used to, a, you know, something different in, in Hearthstone, um, you know, with all the, with, with that much of a change, I didn't know how well it was going to go. Um, and, and I think there was some, some skepticism there, uh, amongst the Hearthstone community for, for a bit on, on this new format, this, this auto battler format. And I, I just, I'm addicted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm absolutely addicted to it. Um, I, I, I did start playing it. Obviously, as soon as it was as soon as it was offered, um, it, it didn't take to it initially. But now it's just something I play it every day, and it, and it's again, it's just a blast. And it's a lot of fun to be in your channel. I, I like how you incorporate everybody there into the stream so you do have a lot of lobbies uh you're able to fill the whole lobby um and you know there's there's a fair bit of competition like people of a lot of different mmr uh ranges there, just competing and having fun it's a it's a really great environment I appreciate that. We we do have quite a range of MMR um, in, in the channel. We we've got some people that that literally just started playing because they've been hanging out in the channel and and wanted to kind of get in um, on, on the competition. I, I do have to say that that uh, for some reason my channel has a ton of competition in it. Uh, we've got some kind of some rivalries that uh, that that frequent the channel. Um, we've got um, people that are anywhere from just starting at, at zero to a thousand MMR. And then we've got some, uh, some heavy hitters, uh, in the, in the tens and, and 12 K MMR, uh, range. Um, so some, some of the, uh, some of your favorite, uh, favorite, favorite streamers might be in there. Um, but it's, again, it's a really, really good time uh, there. We've got a lot of, of games in the chat. If you're not, a, if you're really not into battlegrounds or hearthstone, there's still something to come out for. Um, and I really try to acknowledge everyone in chat and it's a, it's a, it's a good tight knit community. Um, and, and I love being a part of it. Great. Well, uh, this wouldn't be the happy Hearthstone if we didn't share a little bit about what's uh, bringing us joy for uh, for me. I have to say it's that community. So like Chuck has built a great community. So have I. I did a co-cast of the BlizzCon festivities this weekend and had uh, some of my most uh, favorite 
um, followers and uh, listeners show up and chat with me and we kind of walk through it all together. It was so much fun and it really reinvigorated my love for Blizzard, for the community, for Hearthstone and for, you know, content creation as a whole. So I, I really needed that and appreciate everyone who came and, and hung out with me. What about you, Chuck? What's been bringing you joy? Um, I, I do have to I, I've, I'm going to build on what you said a minute ago um, and I happen to be <laughs> I happen to be there with Guy um, during during the festivities here this past weekend and it, it really brought back the the fun and and camaraderie from BlizzCons of past um, I've been to every BlizzCon since 2016 and while it doesn't seem that much, it's it is hard to go. It's very it's it, it's expensive. I mean, I, I live on the East Coast, um, and it it it's an expensive trip. But I would not trade it for the world. Um, and and being part of the the Blizzard community in general, and and all the games and all the fun that comes with it. You, it's it is unlike anything you've ever been a part of. If you ever get a chance to go to any BlizzCon, um, please go. Please take the opportunity to go. Um, save up your money. Um, go to the next one, or or go to one that you you feel like there's some uh, big thing that's coming up. But go. Make sure you're going. Um, BlizzCon Online was, to me, it was outstanding for for what they were able to do. Um, obviously, in these days of the pandemic, we we can't have a, a mass gathering, but it was still fun to hang out with a lot of the same people that um, that I've I've met at at past BlizzCons, um, and and obviously I was I was hanging out with Guy in, in his channel. And um, it was really, it was really, really good time. Really fun. Yeah, it's great to see they brought in videos from a lot of different sources that brought in a lot of the friends and people that we hung out with in 2019, too. So you got to see them, even if you weren't chatting directly with them, uh, like Alkali Lake and Cantaloupe and Pathra and things like that. So. I had a lot of fun with it. I, I really appreciate the opportunity to uh, participate with people that I wouldn't have gotten to hang out with at BlizzCon because they just wouldn't or couldn't uh, make it out to the West Coast, like Chuck had said. Um, so it, it's it's a nice change of pace that made it more available to everyone. And I thought it was I thought it was excellent uh, how they how they managed the transitions between um, between sessions and and things like that. So. Um, there was still interaction, but uh, I don't know. It was. I just thought it was really well, well run, well organized. I think someone in your channel had mentioned that you know they've never been to a BlizzCon, but this was something special for them because they felt like they were part of. They, they finally felt like they were part of. Uh, they, I don't know. It, it made them f closer to, uh, you know, closer to the community being a part of this online version of BlizzCon. Um, and that was that was good to hear. That was really good to hear. I think that this was a good move for uh, for Blizzard in general. And, and putting something like this on because a lot of people can't go to BlizzCon. They, they can't go in person. 
and to give everyone just a little piece of what goes on there and and to be able to see that without you know like anything better to call it for, for paying for it um because it, it was a free event um, I, I think it's going to bring a lot more people in um that uh that that play um just for fun i think it's going to be i think it's going to bring a lot more people in and closer um than they have in the past now to be fair they have had the virtual ticket before where you still had to pay for it uh for uh, most of the content but you could still watch some of the like esports things for free so i think that this was a really good uh example of what they could do and that i think they'll probably implement this as um, the alternative instead of the virtual ticket that they'll do something free so that others can still experience it uh just because there has been such great positive uh conversation about that and you saw it in the community showcase as well that a lot of the people who submitted um their art and their costumes and things like that are this is the first blizzcon that they've attended uh and so it's just too hard to come from overseas to blizzcon but if you open it up to everyone there were some fantastic costumes oh my goodness uh, the, the costume winner that's one of the reasons that i feel uh disappointed that we didn't make it to blizzcon because i would have loved to see that in person um but uh yeah it it, uh, the accessibility i think is something really great and something that that jilly was even excited about um who you guys heard last last uh, episode um just because she wouldn't have probably gone uh in years past uh but is now excited about all things blizzard awesome All right. Well, before we jump into uh, the news that we got from BlizzCon, there was a surprise balance update or patch uh, that was dropped uh, to make some changes to both standard and battlegrounds and duels uh, to uh, some extent as well. Uh, The big change for standard slash wild is that high abyss alora who was the four mana three six uh dual class paladin priest card uh with the spell burst of cast a spell from your deck that target this if possible uh change from four mana to five mana uh that's really to address the cheese paladin that uh, was dominating the ladder um where you could put out <laughs> alora hit the coin and then Tip the scales would trigger to bring out a whole board full of Murlocs with Taunt and Rush and uh, really difficult to deal with. Definitely a needed change. Um, We'll see if that has enough of effect uh, by delaying it a turn. And there was a lot of, um, this was patch 19, 19.6, and there were a yes. lot of Battlegrounds updates uh, in this patch. Um, looks like there was maybe two, there was up to, there was four hero updates. Um, Yasarge, Elise, uh, King Mukula, and, and, and Guy, you're 10 times better at <laughs> pronouncing this than I am. So I'm going to let you, I'm gonna let you pronounce the last one. <laughs> An Akazamzarak. But they also removed uh, Captain Hook Tusk. Uh, they from did. The That's right. So five. Yes, they did remove. And, and I can't say I'm going to cry about that because I wasn't very good with it. <laughs> <laughs> so can, can you talk us through why they might have made those changes? Uh, for instance, Yasarge went from a hero power of start of 
of combat, add a minion to your tavern tier to your warband, or add a minion from your tavern tier to your warband and keep it. Uh, and it's changed to uh, the start of combat, summon a minion from your tavern tier, add a copy to your hand. You know, I, I'll be 100% honest with you. I don't play ESRG that much. Um, I, I think I've I think I've actually played it twice. Um, it, it's not one of the heroes that I pick a lot, and I, I, I don't really know why they would have changed it. I know some of the people. I, I don't see the hero a lot when when I'm playing. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't necessarily mean that people don't pick it. Um, I just for the times that I play, I don't see it a ton. Um, you see, Isarge is kind of a difficult hero because you have to play a minion down to take advantage of the of the hero power. So my guess was that this gives you a chance to maybe get the battle cries from some of the minions that you uh, may may have gotten, but they don't really do much for you as a low statted minion in a high tier uh, unless you can play it for its battle cry. Uh, so it gives you a little bit more flexibility without taking up the space and just becoming basically a coin. Uh, you can use it more strategically, maybe go for a triple, that kind of thing, um, without sacrificing the board space. Uh, mm-hmm. So like you said, maybe it is uh, more trying to buff it um, rather than trying to address something that uh, <laughs> that was missing in the character. All right. At least, obviously, that um, that looks. It went from a uh, two discover a minion from Tavern Zero to uh, a three gold discover discover a minion from Tavern Zero. So um, a little bit of a nerf to Elise. I think Elise got too strong um, and, and was just dominating. Um, ended up being a, a, a tier one for a bit, um, uh, a tier one hero for a bit. So. I, I'm, I'm interested to see how that will work um, with this new patch. Um, King Mokola, they did a um, banana rama went from a big a big banana drop rate has been increased uh, to one three. So that's another, and I I don't see a lot of people playing King Mokola. Also, it was one of those heroes that not a lot of people chose, um, or at least not didn't want to choose on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> so Mukla was one uh, the the big banana uh, is a banana that gives plus two plus two, um, and so you used to get two bananas right and you're all of everybody else got one banana so you were helping others uh but now they have increased the chances of getting that plus two plus two banana i think it was one in five or one in ten before uh down to one in three so uh much more likely to get it and maybe keep pace with everybody that you've been helping along the way yeah and then Akazamzarak uh, changed from the ice block that used to be able to be discovered pretty frequently. Uh, it's the same ice block from uh, Wild that uh, prevents uh, combat damage that would be lethal. Um, so it's now only discoverable once per game, um, which I think is a great thing. Uh, I, I When the... the 
Dark Moon Fair prizes were were part of it. I think I think it was really frustrating to see everybody taking it. It's like the default choice for that tier. If you got the ice block and you could prevent the lethal damage one time, it was always worth picking. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Um, and then one thing you did mention is they've taken the Dark Moon um, uh, fair prizes out of the game. I, I, I'm i sure that some people will be screaming at your podcast for this, but I actually like the prizes. I, I, <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I thought it brought a, a bit of a, um, of a of a change um, in Battlegrounds proper and I liked them. So I, again, I'd like to, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to miss them. I don't, I think they will probably do something else at some point. Um, but I really, I like the prizes. I thought, I thought it was a pretty neat concept. Yeah. It seems like they are, they do have something planned, uh, for even the next set that they'll, they'll, uh, I mean, they're adding a whole new, tribe that's battlegrounds exclusive in the quill bore uh so i gotta believe that they're gonna do something something similar um with maybe not the the same way as prizes which are still actually in the game just in the character ticketus only now um so you'll still get a chance to play them personally i thought that they were a little bit overpowered and they took a little bit too much time to make the decision and so i i found myself running out of time on turns uh where you'd get those and it was more frustrating than it was um fun but uh, you know if you if you did it as your hero power i think that's significantly different and brings people back on more level field if you got the one that gave all your minions plus one plus one the first round then you're pretty much set for the next four turns uh for those that didn't so <laughs> exactly so minion pool updates alistra the immortal's been removed i think that's another one that i'm personally happy to see what are your thoughts on Alistra? I would I would concur. Um, I mean, the, it was it was just an OP minion, um, mm-hmm. especially <laughs> if you got some buffs on it. You can almost you, it, the the minion would almost carry the entire board, especially in higher um, in in higher tiers late, later game. You, you no one would have a chance. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's so. Um, so she was the uh, four four with divine shield that whenever a minion attacked a taunt, then it would attack her instead. Uh, really, really changed the game in in ways that that broke taunt. Really, right, right. Uh, a couple other minions up were updated. Rabbit Sarlisk was um, it went from a four two uh, after you play a minion with death rattle gain one one uh, that went from a four two to a three two um, so a little bit of a of a nerf there. Um, a couple other smaller ones. Uh, Wax Rider, it, go ahead. But it but it gets uh, plus one plus two uh, when you play a minion with death rattle, so it oh, gets a lot more true. health. That is true. I did not uh, see that. Yes. So though a little bit lighter on the attack, which I think is probably because uh, people would throw a taunt on it and then just hope for the best. Uh, but without that extra um, health, it just wasn't keeping up with the other other minion types of the same uh, genre, I suppose. Sorry, did you go, go no, on. No, 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 you're, 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 you're right. I, I missed it. I missed it. Um, Wax Rider Togwaggle. Um, 
went from a one attack two health to a one attack three health. Um, good good news for dragon folks. <laughs> I always struggled getting Wax Rider Togwaggle to work. Uh, he's the one that grows whenever a, a dragon kills an enemy. Um, just because I, I feel like the game, the Battlegrounds game just hates me. And so he's always targeted as the first minion that's removed. Uh, it, things would go around taunt to get to it is how bad it was. So he was always just a one-two, not good enough uh, uh, for any board. Uh, but this gives him a little bit more stability, puts him a little bit more in line with things like the, um, oh gosh, who's the the one that they just recently updated, uh, the demon that grows when you play demons. Um, oh, um, Big Fernal. Uh, no, the uh, the tier one one. Oh, the tier one. Um, the pink oh, guy. Oh. <laughs> Wrathweaver. Yes, think is that was a buff. Yeah. A buff earlier in the uh, uh, last patch or patch before, I believe. And so I think that this puts him more aligned with that um, that level of power. Yoho Ogre changed to an, getting additional health, uh, one additional health from a 2.5 mm-hmm. to a 2.6. Was Yoho Ogre used in a lot of pirate builds? Uh, it was. It was. I think that's going to be uh, welcome. Um, pirates, for, I, I heard, I'm saying I heard because I don't necessarily, I, I didn't necessarily agree with it, um, that people were not playing pirates as much. I, I have never enjoyed pirates, <laughs> oh, really? but have, um, have recently started playing them a little bit. And, um, I, I'm actually, I, I actually like the pirates. Um, so we'll see what the, uh, we'll see what this does, um, with, with Ogre. Yeah. The, during the pirate meta, I really enjoyed pirates, but once they added elementals, then everything that pirates Ooh. was good at elementals were better at so that's right kind of it kind of right. made it difficult to stay with pirates so that's probably why it's a little less popular now but at the same time if nobody else is going pirates you can get those i just never really used the yoho ogre because he doesn't usually last long enough uh to take advantage of his ability and there's just better pirates uh all the pirates are better once you tear up one level even so uh, you end I up think it's a good i think it's a good two drop yeah, I, I think it's yeah. I think it's a good two drop, but you're right. I mean, after a while, you 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 do have to sacrifice it for some of the pirates that are better than that. So the molten rock uh, elemental goes from a two three to a two four, um, and this is one that I do often see used as a late game minion that you just golden it and then it stays on the board and just keeps growing. So seems like it's a bit of a powerful boost for them i would consider um i I would consider it a good buff um you know you you know i love my elementals (laughs) yeah (laughs) so so anything that's gonna make them stronger i'm all for it um but you know especially with uh iran and party rock this will this will make that um this will make that even stronger but was it needed do you think was it needed I think it was fine on its own. 
I don't know the reasoning behind this um, behind this buff. I really don't. Um, but to answer your question, no, I don't think it was. To, I, I don't think it was necessarily needed. Um, but am I happy about it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Look, let me, I know the patch has already dropped, but something's changed because I'm, I'm starting to win more now. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's because you're forcing elementals in that one extra I force elementals. I, if I have one in the very beginning, I force elementals. That's probably why I'm 4K. <laughs> <laughs> So Arm of the Empire went from having an ability where when your taunt minions attack were attacked, it got plus three attack. Uh, now it is uh, when your taunt minions are attacked, you give it plus two attack permanently. Yeah, that's interesting. That's really interesting. That's a huge buff. <laughs> that's a huge buff. Um, you know, I, I think some people were starting to because there was there were several taunt. Um, you know, there were several taunt cards that came out um, that, like Arm of the Empire, I guess it was a patch, you know, either last patch or patch before. Um, and the, you started seeing a lot of, of, of taunt builds in the meta. Um, this is a, a very strong change uh, for, for those that like to do those builds. <laughs> And it really helps that two of the tier two minions uh, that had taunt were buffed in the health department. So uh, they'll get w really big, really fast, I think, with the arm of the empire. Yeah. Uh, and just anything that gets the, the bonuses permanently uh, is kind of exciting, actually. Uh, although it can be really frustrating to play against because those minions do get ginormous by they the end of the games massive. nowadays. Absolutely massive. <laughs> And uh, when you add that to the champion of Yassarge, who went from a 2-2 two, two to a 4-4, four, four, but still gets a plus one, plus one bonus, permanent bonus every time a taunt minion's attacked, then you're already starting at a good spot for, for this minion now. Uh, oh, yeah. What, I, I didn't see a lot of people playing this. I, I saw a lot of people experimenting with it in taunt-only builds, but it didn't seem like overall that was a really great strategy. Do you think that this brings it into uh, that level? I think it's going to bring it into that level, absolutely. And and couple that with what we what you just mentioned, Arm of the Empire. I think you're going to see a lot more taunt builds now. What do you think about the taunt builds in general? Do you like them, or have you experimented them. much with them? I, I'm yeah. not good at it. <laughs> I am not. <laughs> I'm not good at them. Um, and and that's it's just something that I don't um, I, I don't fall back on very very often. Yeah, it's just but with it's these just, changes that I'm seeing here, uh, I will I will obviously uh, I, I will obviously try a different strategy now. Yeah, you'll you'll mix the elementals with the uh, taunts and elementals first. <laughs> Always elementals first. <laughs> <laughs> The uh, Junkbot. Junkbot. Oh my goodness! They have um, it, they've taken Junkbot. They haven't changed any stats on it, but they've taken Junkbot from a a, a, a five tier to a four tier. Um, Junkbot kind of fell off um, several patches ago, and I'm anxious to see what this will do. If it'll if it'll bring back a little bit use for Junkbot. 
So did he used to be at four, uh, like early on, and then uh, was bumped up to five, or was he at six and dropped to five, and now is dropped to four? I will be a hundred percent honest with you. I don't know. Um, I I, I want to say he was higher, and now has gone back down to four. But I I may be wrong on that. Yeah, it seems like he was really powerful early on when the uh, the. Uh, magnetic builds were really strong and so you could you could really force people to attack everything else and kill off the junk or kill off things to boost the junk bot and then the junk bot would be a giant creature now even if you got a junk bot up to you know those sizes now he'd be dwarfed by pirates demons elementals so i think it's needed to get him out a little bit sooner and i i'm kind of imagining that we're going to see that become a uh, permanent change just to help keep up with uh, like the the bonuses become permanent just so they can keep up with the other classes that get that kind of a buff so guy one thing that you know I'm looking at the next card with uh, Kangor's Apprentice which which also got a, a, a buff which it went from a 3-6 to a 4-8 um, didn't change any stats it's still a tier 6 uh, it's still a tier 6 minion but I'm wondering if they're trying to uh, bring the mech meta um, or trying to adjust that a touch with those two changes there, um, especially in the la- in the latter game. Mechs sometimes tend to fall off, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, mid-game. You're okay early, but mid-game it starts to fall, and then late-game they, they just get outpaced. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if this is going to help that. Uh, yeah, I mean, this the biggest problem I think with Kangor's apprentice is that he seemed to have an unofficial taunt where mm-hmm. while your board was still full, he'd be targeted. No, no, uh, mechs will have died. Just two extra health, I think, helps that considerably. Where you might actually have him survive until, um, until you can get good use out of him. Uh, so. Ideally, yeah, we'll see more mechs. Right now, he's kind of a, mechs are kind of a tier three strategy, uh, but at least in where I've been playing, um, so you don't see mechs nearly as enough. I like that they're buffing, trying to make them more relevant again. Uh, so then, there's also a bunch of duels updates. I'm not super familiar with duels, and uh, in talking with you earlier, Chuck, I, it doesn't sound like you are either. Mm-mm, not at all. I, I I don't think I've played it at all yet. Um, some people really like it. Um, there's a ton, ton, ton of changes uh, for for duels um, in, in this uh, in, we, in this patch, but I couldn't because, tell you if it's good or not. Yeah, that's fair. So I am in a similar boat. I've played a fair amount uh, just for quests and trying to get it figured out. And because, as I've mentioned many times on the show, it's a mode that I feel like I really should like. Uh, but I just haven't been able to get into it. So we'll leave a note. We'll leave a link to the patch notes in the stream or in the uh 
the show notes so you can find those if you're into duels uh if you're if you do like duels i'll make another plug i'd love to have you on the show so uh please do reach out if you'd like to talk through some duels changes and uh, help explain the mode and uh bring some of your joy to our listeners uh i would really appreciate that so again duels will have the link to the, in the show notes uh and that is going to take us to blizzcon BlizzCon. Lots yes. of new announcements in BlizzCon line. Uh, specifically for Hearthstone, we got the new mode, Mercenaries. We mm-hmm. got the announcement of the new year. It's the year of the Griffin. Uh, we got the announcement for the new set, Forged in the Barrens. And we got a new card uh, that's available already in Shadowhunter Vulgin. I guess I should have mentioned this in the patch notes too. Uh, but he's a five mana, three six neutral legendary uh, with the battle cry choose a minion, swap it with a random one in its own owner's hand. Uh, so you can swap one of yours to get a bigger minion. You can swap one of theirs to hopefully pull out something that they don't want to uh, trigger quite yet. And uh, it's, it's actually a lot of fun to play. We played it on stream today. Yeah, you're so, um, you're a lot bigger. You're a lot bigger in standard than I am. I I I tend to um, I til- I tend to get tilted like a pinball machine when when I when I play standard now. So I'll stick to <laughs> battlegrounds. <laughs> that is fair. But that said, forged in the barrens, you're certainly going to take a look at this again when uh, this set comes out, right? Absolutely, absolutely. You know, I, and I, I do have to say, there's one thing that they were talking about at Blit and um, in the Hearthstone segment. You know, with this expansion, um, this is an absolutely perfect time for someone that is that has an interest in Hearthstone. That that maybe they maybe they left for a while. They they, they need to come back, or they want to come back, or they have an interest. Um, this is a perfect perfect time to get. Um, to get in now um, with this with this new expansion because they are also I think with this they're also going to come is are they combining standard and classic cards together to create a core set is that what it was called uh, yeah, so the core set uh, was announced uh, previously right before Blizzcon actually uh, but it's a new new way of doing the classic set so the classic set's going to go into a new classic mode which will be like playing it's like wow classic uh where it's just like playing the very first set with no add-ons uh all of the nerfs reverted so the cards in their original forms uh as a new mode that you'll be able to ladder uh and so on so uh kind of a fun new addition not sure that has necessarily the longevity i was playing in 2014 and I uh, can tell you that expansions really went a long way to my enjoyment of it, but <laughs> it'll be something I tinker in uh, at least a little. And then the core set is going to be a new set of a smaller number of cards. I think there's 250 cards uh, in the the uh core set from all throughout hearthstone history there's going to be like 20 some new cards uh that are created just for the classic as they re redo some of the uh, core identities of the classes uh and every year this set's going to rotate 
based on, you know, cards that are going from standard to wild that they might want to keep some that they think will be interesting for the new year of the whatever, uh, what their plans are for the year. Uh, some that were too powerful and just need to be removed uh, on that kind of thing. Um, so that set uh, is going to be free to everyone. So like Chuck said, it's a great time to get in because you'll get a whole set a whole like you won't be missing any cards uh from the uh from the core set uh you do have to unlock some of them so if you've been playing for a while you should unlock all of them as they've said if you're new to the game then you'll unlock them by as you play the characters kind of like you did for the basic cards before uh but this replaces the basic and classic set um and yeah just being available to everyone i think makes it more approachable that's huge yep uh, they've also made some changes to some cards. Uh, so the dragon aspects, they all changed. Uh, for the, They announced how the changes went for Ysera and um, Maligos and uh, Deathwing. So there's some pretty good changes that make them powerful and maybe even better in some circumstances. Um, but uh, we'll, we'll see. There's still some questions on how that affects Wild, if Wild will have access to both versions of Maligos, for instance. Um, but uh, it, it definitely looks like some interesting changes uh, coming our way from that. We're looking then, at a, a drop. When are they going to drop that? Is it April? April uh, Expansion? They're gonna they're gonna drop the core set on the patch where they add the cards for uh, Forged in the Barrens, uh, and Forged in the Barrens is expected out on March twenty second. Ah, March. Yeah, I guess because we had the early release uh, for the um, Madness at the Dark Moon Fair, then it's still the same development cycle, just uh, it gets to go a little bit sooner. Gotcha. So this is a heavily horde themed. Obviously, it's taking place in the Barrens, which is one of the early zones in World of Warcraft for those who have played. And I'm sorry, Chuck, have you you didn't play much World of Warcraft, if any? Did no, you? no, I didn't. And and um, again, I'm I'm sure that there are going to be some people that are yelling at your podcast, but <laughs> <laughs> no, I we're am, mostly Hearthstone here. There you go. So. Um, Warcraft is probably one of the um, of the IP Blizzard IPs I've played the least, um, along with Overwatch. Um, obviously, two of their biggest ones I've played the uh, the least amount. Um, I played enough Warcraft to level up a, a, f- a level forty character so that I can get I could get a uh, Hearthstone portrait, um, and and that was it. I, I felt like I was. I was pulling my hair out. <laughs> That's dedication, and we love that you did that it, just for Hearthstone. It was just for Heart. That's the single only reason I did it. Um, you know, it, it to me, I I didn't I didn't enjoy it only because I was doing it all by myself. The the levels took me forever. Um, and you know, I, I had some friends. Oh, it's only going to take you. You know, it's only going to take you a day or two. It took me forever. <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I can't. I cannot do this. I cannot do this. So I was happy to get my um, it was a Leadra, um, portrait for for Hearthstone, uh-huh. and that was that was it. And that that's the last time I played it. So, so do you remember it again? But that was it. Again. Do you remember if you were Alliance or Horde? 
I was, um, I was, I was Alliance. <laughs> I'm gonna say so for that the really, Alliance. I'm gonna say that Hell really. Friend. No, I'm on your side. Uh, <laughs> that's what uh, Jilly keeps uh, giving me grief because she started playing World of Warcraft recently, and uh, so she's like, "Oh, what should I do?" And she made her own character, and then I was like, "Oh, if you make a character, make it in the Alliance because that's where I control a guild, and we can get you set up with some some stuff." So I started playing again. Turns out we don't really play that game well together because she likes to take her time and read through the quests and understand the story and stuff like that. And I'm just like, click, 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 let's go. What does they do they need us to do? Follow the map to where there's a highlighted area and start killing things and hope that you complete quest. Get the story <laughs> I have no idea what the quest was actually for. Uh, just know that I have to kill stuff in this area. You know, so that's funny. <laughs> I, I love the lore. I mean, really, it's it's such a good storyline, and there's it's so deep the the story in the and the warcraft lore as a whole is just so deep and so good um and i i feel bad that i don't know more about it um it, it's it's kind of interesting when i see some of this uh some of the warcraft um cinematics i i think about oh i've seen that card in in hearthstone <laughs> it's, right so, so um it it's it, 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 to, to answer your immediate question, no, I have not. Uh, I I don't I don't play Warcraft a lot, but um, I do I do still uh, I do still enjoy uh, the cinematics and and um, and learning more about the lore as I'm as I play Hearthstone. And, you know, Jilly was in the same boat, so she just loves playing World of Warcraft where she'll recognize some characters that they'll reference things, cards that she knows, and she'll, like, it really furthers her understanding and, and love of Hearthstone. So now that you've been playing this for a while, it might be worth picking up again and taking a look at uh, just to, so that you can have some of those same experiences. And honestly, this set is one to do it with and maybe even start with the Horde then uh, because this is a, such a Horde-based experience. Expansion. Like, mm. even though I am the kind of person that will just rush through the quests and just try to complete the quest without really understanding the story and stuff, there were a few, especially on the Horde side, uh, quests that I remember, and they turned some of those into cards. Like, Mancrick uh, was a, an early, like, as soon as you got to the Barrens almost, one of the first quests that you get is to go find Mancrick's wife. And, uh, so they made him into a card where his battle cry is help him search for his wife. It gets shuffled back into your deck and then has an effect when he comes out again. So <laughs> immediately I was hit with that nostalgia. Like this is actually um, this is actually World of Warcraft, the card game now, um, which is kind of funny in another way because i've also started playing the world of warcraft trading card game physical version with oh, jilly wow. it was the predecessor to hearthstone i didn't really have anybody to play it with because everybody else was into magic so i started collecting those for more of the loot cards uh but really enjoyed it as a game so now we've been playing some of that and there's some more crossover there and they're implementing some of that technology from the old trading card game into uh, Forged in the Barrens, uh, starting with the spells, which now uh, they're going to be put into different spell schools. So um, what are they? Um, uh, they're Arcane, Fell, Fire, Frost, Holy, Nature, and Shadow. So all of your spells 
or not all of them, but the vast majority of your spells will fall into one of those spell schools. And that'll allow some future design decisions on uh, either deck building or um, special effects uh, from other cards to take advantage of only that one school. For instance, there's a new card that has uh, uh, spell damage for nature damage only. Um, so lots of lots of design implications there uh, that should make the game a little bit more um, builder friendly. Hmm. Uh, next up with the spells, uh, we, the new mechanic there is there's uh, ranked spells, which means that it comes with a, a effect at the base level. And then as you get to 10, um, as you get to five mana and 10 mana uh, crystals available, then they upgrade. So as an example, Chain Lightning at rank one deals two damage to a minion and a minion, uh, a random minion adjacent. When you get to five, it does three damage and one adjacent minion. And then uh, rank three at 10 mana, it goes to four damage. So uh, it keeps pace a little bit with the uh, level that you're at, I guess, or the state of the game that you're in, uh, and becomes more powerful as you go. Kind of reminiscent of the the Omega spells and Omega minions uh, in Boomsday Project. Oh, Boomsday. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's when I was playing. <laughs> yeah, not good memories? <laughs> Say again? That wasn't good memories? That, that might that may have been why I um why I stopped playing standard. <laughs> <laughs> it was that wall priest versus uh an odd warrior, right? That- it was some warrior and I just don't I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Boom. <laughs> oh geez. Uh, And then we also get a new keyword in Forged in the Barrens uh, called Frenzy, which provides an effect the first time that it survives damage. So no matter how it's applied, if your opponent attacks your minion and it survives, or you attack with your minion and it survives, or even if you deal spell damage to it and it survives, then it gets this this ability. And so each of them is different. So it's kind of like spell burst in a way that it's a one-time effect that happens the first time something happens Um, and it can they can be effects like attacking another enemy or adding a spell class uh, to your hand or a spell from your class to your hand uh, transforming into another minion uh, shuffling minions into your deck lots of things that you can do for with with this um that should be should be really interesting uh, as they unlock everything uh, to see how people will build their decks around it. Now that's one I think would be interesting to even add into battlegrounds. Uh, so I'm kind of hoping that the quillbore have some frenzy effects uh, when they're added. That would be neat. And finally, for Hearthstone, they announced the new mode. This is actually the mode that was supposed to be a part of Phase 3 last year. Uh, it's been pushed a little bit, so it'll be coming out later this year. Uh, it's Mercenaries. Um, so it's a roguelike mode. I understand it's not going to be a... Uh, deck builder game like the dungeon runs but instead you're going to have control of three characters running over a series of challenges and as you go they'll level up uh you'll make some decisions about which direction you want to uh 
to go. So there's different paths uh, versus different minions and different uh, powers, things like that. Uh, and you'll grow your character. They did say there was a multiplayer component to this in the Q&A section, uh, but they did not d- delve into any details on what that looks like or even what the gameplay is like. So it seems like it's still pretty early uh, and uh, we're... We, we're, we've still got a lot to learn about it, uh, but looks like a potentially really interesting mode uh, that'll scratch that itch for those that have been looking for something more um, more roguelike and more uh, repeatable. That'll be exciting. Yeah, the map changes and map changes each game as well, so that'll be really exciting. Yeah, did you see much else about it? Anything? Any other color that you can add that you? No, they really didn't. They didn't touch on it, but so much. It, it was almost a tickler, and and you've you've pretty much said everything that was available for it. Um, th- there's not even that much information on um, on on their site about it. It's but we know it's coming. We know they're working on it, um, and I, I think we'll we'll know more across the year uh, how they're going to develop this. Excellent. So speaking of uh, over the year, uh, they did release uh, their Year of the Griffin roadmap. Looks like there's a lot of stuff. There's still one spell to be unlocked. If you're familiar with the way they did it last year, uh, then there were some things that they waited to announce. Phase one still has one of those locked, but it's kind of the normal things that you would expect, like the expansion, the battleground updates, the duels updates, um, uh nerfs buffs balance changes things like that uh throughout the year so we'll put a link up to that uh those phases as well if you're interested in diving in and getting some uh understanding of what's coming for the rest of the year uh i always love these graphics just because it shows that they're trying to communicate with us Uh, and (laughs) you know they've been doing a lot more q a's on twitter and stuff like that But Hearthstone wasn't the only games that they talked about at BlizzCon. No. And they talked about Diablo 2 Remastered. And or I cannot. Resurrected. Can, resurrected. No, I, I absolutely, absolutely cannot wait. Cannot wait for that. Especially being, I, a, I, Diablo, especially being a Diablo player. I, I agree. So I came into the Blizzard games blizzard family uh in the first diablo right out of college um and that was like my first love of video games like i mean that's not true there's always pac-man and you know other things uh but the (laughs) rpg genre i suppose i'd been playing a lot of text-based versions like angband nethack style um that Diablo seemed like a graphical version of that. So I played a lot of that, a lot of Diablo 2. And uh, yeah, the Diablo Resurrected, Diablo 2 Resurrected, kind of even took some of my excitement for Diablo 4 and refocused me, partly because it's going to be out sooner. Yeah, the game, I mean, it's probably said remastered for this reason. I mean, the the game basically looks, it it looks like a completely different game graphic wise. I think they, I think they did everything this time in 4K. Um, I mean, it's just, it it looks phenomenal. And they 
and that's that's what really surprises me. I think that it was 800 by 600 was the max resolution you could go on uh, Diablo uh, 2. So taking it all the way to 4K and not just upscaling it like they did for the Warcraft um, Reforged, uh, which was really disappointing. This looks like they really <laughs> they really went all out and just completely redesigned it. Um, yeah. And. I was in awe and shock uh, at it. So for $40, pick it up. I'm sure we'll be playing a lot of it. <laughs> yes, it is absolutely available now for pre-order. So, uh, And I think it says somewhere in the caption that it's going to be like a December, uh, a December release, if I read that properly. Yeah, that's what I thought I saw too. And that's funny because it was a December release for the first Diablo. So I kind of have that same anticipation uh, as that. <laughs> I was kind of hoping yeah. that they'd include the first one in there because it's a, a really short campaign and it would be fun to see that redone in the yeah. same way. Um, but yeah, yeah the, the graphics look just disgusting. They're amazing. She <laughs> <laughs> was. They also announced for Diablo 4 the rogue class which is the the rogue from the first diablo as well so hearkening back uh looks pretty powerful kind of a change from things that we've seen before absolutely um i was i, I was lucky to have the opportunity to play uh the diablo 4 demo um at blizzcon 2019 and and let me tell you for for those that played diablo it is like nothing you've ever played it is unbelievable how gorgeous the graphics are a and then b the gameplay um and and effects that um that that you see that what they've done is just unbelievable so I, that's another thing i can't wait to get my hands on but the rogue class looks looks amazing so what what all have they uh, announced now that was the druid and something else in 2019 and now the rogue um Yes, the druid, the rogue. Um, oh, geez, what else? I played the. Uh, I played the. Um, I played a wizard. Um, a wizard. Mm-hmm. And I want to say there was a barb. Oh, a bard. Yeah, that's right. They announced a bard. <laughs> They're hearkening back to the first one for their character design, I guess. Mm-hmm. So. I'm really looking forward to the Diablo series. I know that it's not everyone's cup of tea and it doesn't have that direct Hearthstone relationship, but um, it's always nice to see games from your childhood or youth uh, coming back and letting you relive your past. Absolutely. I'm kind of waiting for that Diablo Hearthstone crossover. I want a StarCraft um, Hearthstone crossover. I think that would be amazing to have yeah. the uh, characters of, of some of these other IPs mixed in with uh, with Hearthstone. But but uh, I, I don't know. I, I think that I think we would be getting away from what what Hearthstone truly is um, if if we ended up doing that. But. Yeah, that would be just a little too weird. Although Magic's really been experimenting with some of that stuff now. They've had a a, a My Little Pony expansion and a Godzilla expansion and uh, I think a Minecraft expansion now too. So, you know, other 
other genres that you wouldn't think would tinker with that kind of thing are. Um, and you just change Hearthstone into Heroes of Warcraft to uh, Heroes of the Storm. And, uh, you know, maybe you have something there. <laughs> I think they've got their um, I think they've got their hands full with what they uh, with what they've got planned now. I don't think that will be on the roadmap for us, but <laughs> that's probably a good thing. I, I, I think it would take me out of the, the theme and spirit of Hearthstone to have, um, to have all the other properties in there. But at the same time, I don't want to collect from another <laughs> card game based on another individual property. So I right. don't know. And I wonder if that's maybe why, uh, heroes of the storm didn't do as well as maybe they had hoped is that there's just too much crossover and so even though people loved uh, love all of the blizzard um properties in their own rights having them to work together just didn't feel quite right yeah i still i i do still enjoy heroes um but i i would concur um there, there was there's something on about it that it just doesn't um it it doesn't seem like it has the same following that it did before um but by the same token i know a a bunch of my friends still play it it's it's still a blast to play um but i don't see them doing that much more with heroes fair enough uh, so at BlizzCon, there were some other panels, though. So it wasn't even all just about the games. They did celebrate the community in a few different ways, including the uh, community showcase, which had, uh, you know, costume contests, some art contests. There's a really funny skit uh, where they talk to the dog of the Alliance. Uh, that was hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. It- and a sea shanty that was written uh, kind of with COVID in mind and the plague in Azeroth and some other just really great music. The The uh, remix from the StarCraft theme was like... <laughs> that was phenomenal. Absolutely <laughs> awesome. Like I found myself just kind of tapping my feet and Jilly's looking at me like, what are you doing? It's like, isn't this catchy? Like, <laughs> this is going to be stuck in my head all night. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but there were some really fantastic costumes in there. The There were two uh, costumes that I thought would have won any year. Uh, the one that did win uh, was Bolvar. Um, I'm trying to remember the character's name now. Bolvar something. Uh, so he's like this smoldering iron beast. Uh, all of He had like glowing red magma coming out of his chest his eyes even glowed red his uh hammer had fire uh burning inside it and then his he was smoking out of his pores so it was it was the coolest thing that i've ever seen amazing Um, yeah but at the same time there's this poor uh gal that did i think it was a naga costume uh that had rotating a rotating base and she was still able to move in it and it like the details in it when they got up close it had to take her forever and a lot of people were saying that she probably should have won and i think she would have won in really any other year uh but just that one was was too good to pass up yeah and again it was great to see that (laughs) i'm sorry i still want to know how he did that i mean it, it looked almost too real Right. He really came up from hell and 
Right. <laughs> it's like, wait, uh, I can get prizes for just showing up. I like this Earth thing. Oh man, unreal. <laughs> There's also a section on advice from bartender Bob, where some of our favorite streamers got a chance to ask Bob some questions ranging from uh, how to make better grilled cheese to uh, what kind of coffee they should drink. <laughs> and he provided some really ingenious life skill uh, answers in that uh, if you are looking for something entertaining and uh, that will warm your heart, I highly recommend that one as well. That was good. That was really good. Very well done. And there was the streamer showcase. Now, in my stream, we kind of p- tried to play along, but it was a little bit hard to keep track of everyone's answers. And I messed up the score so many times. People were giving me some grief, uh, but it was a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> it was a lot of fun to kind of play along. There was it ranged from trivia to uh, Pictionary to uh, guess the outcome of a battlegrounds battle um and pitted some streamers against some developers uh it's really just a fun time to be had by all it's something i I want to to try to replicate sounds like chuck has some ideas as well uh for replicating um and i it's another one i recommend you taking a look at even even just to laugh at people um and i got a chance to laugh at people drawing uh, which was always fun. Got to turn the tables a little bit. Slappy, you drawing. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a section where you got a chance to draw Reno Jackson, and I'll let Chuck tell this story. Yeah, your rendition of Reno was 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 just frightening. Um, I was going to say amazing, but frightening is the better word to use. Um, but no, I, I did, you did the whole thing with with paint. I think paint and your mouth paint. Yeah, and my mates. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So we're looking forward to seeing what your Reno Jackson looks like. Check me. uh, So if you can give it to me, I'll get it in the show notes and we'll post it on the Discord. I'll get that right over there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What else was there that I'm missing uh, that we should should mention as a good session for people to watch? Oh, man. you know, it, it was a small snippet, but they, the Carbot animation um, that they did with that little story mm-hmm. was was really, really funny. That spanned all the IPs. Um, and, and those of you that, uh, that, that like Carbot, they, they did a whole, um, a, a whole skit on it um, that, that spanned across Starcraft and Diablo and Hearthstone. And it was just so well done and so cute. Um, that, that would be something I would, I would go back and take a, take a good look at. Oh yeah. Good point. And that reminds me also the March of the Murlocs. That's just a quick Uh, five minute video. Yes. That was neat. That was very neat. And see if you can find me in it. (laughs) Now, didn't did they do that? Was that 20, was that 2019 that they, um, that they took some of those pictures? I think some of those pictures were from 2019, but they did take submissions for it. So, mm-hmm. um, right. And I did make it in that snippet. So uh, look for me. <laughs> I'm pretty well <laughs> hidden, though. They decided not to take one that had my face in it. But oh, no. I am there. And uh, <laughs> bonus points if you find me. 
There you go. That's funny. Ex, ex, extra chuck-a-bucks. <laughs> chuck-a-bucks are the stream currency in uh, Chuckmate's uh, stream. Um, they're really hard to come by, and he just takes them from you for no reason. So They're hard to come by when you gamble all of them at one time as soon as you get them. But uh, they're not that hard to come by. <laughs> Just one of those little fun things that we do in uh, in, in stream, <laughs> right? So uh, I I would be remiss if I didn't just go back and say thank you, Chuck, for coming on the show today. Uh, like I said, I associate. BlizzCon with you as well as you with BlizzCon just because of our experiences in 2019. Um, I really appreciate you hooking me up with those tickets and getting me to go. I used to go uh, when it was still fairly new, uh, but kind of lost my way and you really brought me back uh, big time. So thank well, you I very mean, much. You, you and, and uh, you, you really made uh, you really made BlizzCon 2019 for me. I mean, it was you know, in addition to meeting you, I got a chance to meet um, a, a couple other streamers. Um, Sway Bay, I'm, I met for the first time. Um, you, I met Ali. I met. There was a bunch of people that I met. But having having that time and kind of hanging out, um, you know, both at BlizzCon and and um, and 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 not at BlizzCon um, was just an absolute blast. And I appreciate the opportunity to come on and um, am absolutely honored that uh, that you had me on today. And I, I sincerely appreciate it. And it, whether it's BlizzCon 2022 or or whatever comes after that, um, I, I hope to uh, I hope to be there with you again, bud. Same, same. And I'll offer more uh, moral support than I did uh, last time when you played the devs. You know you have to tell that story before you get off. You, you know yes, that. You know I did. You have to tell that story. <laughs> you know I had to tell it. That's like the whole reason I had you on. I hate it. You <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> so just a funny story for those of you, uh, just to get you to know Chuck mate a little bit better. So Chuck, what, what rank were you usually playing Hearthstone at, at the time when we got to uh, the play the devs uh, or got to BlizzCon 2019? Were you even in the, the uh, rank five range then? I, I think I was either. I think I was close. <laughs> Um, but I don't think I was quite there yet. Yeah. So they had this section in the the uh, Hearthstone uh, stage, or just off the Hearthstone stage, where for a certain period of time during each day, you could challenge a dev at the uh, at a standard. They basically provided you with some pre-constructed decks. It was all the ones that you could build uh, with Whizbang, basically. And uh, you could choose one of those. The dev would choose another one, and uh, then you just play the games. And then you'd gather a crowd. People would watch uh, as as the players took on the devs and cheer on the players uh, as they as they were going. Well, Chuck, I don't even remember what you were playing. Were you playing as a priest, maybe uh, trying to take advantage of one? And, and it was it was a whiz bang deck, and I'd never seen the deck before, and. And I was absolutely terrified because, you know, I'm not used to – I'm already a subpar player anyway. So I'm getting in front of of a tavern full of people on Hearthstone's biggest stage that's not, that, that's not their tournament. 
and you've got all these people around you and they're looking and, you know, of course, everybody there, you, you think when you're there, you think everybody knows how to play everything. So <laughs> I'm terrified and making the worst mistakes that you could possibly make. And of course I get destroyed. Um, but I have not but been we, able to live that down since. Um, well, wait, we, we still have some story to tell in there. You don't have to skip past the good part. I want to just skip past that part. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously it's the first time Chuck has seen this deck because he's making some pretty bizarre plays early on uh, but he's managing to kind of stay close right and um, you know the the crowd was starting to root for him as it seemed like he was starting to figure it out and he's he's playing really really well uh, even uh, the dev clears his board he builds it back he clears the devs board that is back and forth a bit and then uh, he, he's right on the cusp of coming back he has uh, one minion on the other side that's pretty difficult to deal with, and he draws Zephyrus. Chuck draws <laughs> Zephyrus. And this this minion on the other side gives the guy life and uh, a taunt and all this other stuff on a death rattle. And Chuck plays Zephyrus, and he knows that he's down, and there's two silences that he can choose from or a heal five. And he chooses the heal five and the whole crowd. And there must have been, what, 150, 200 was, people watching. Yeah, people. It felt like 300,000 <laughs> is what it felt like. <laughs> There's just a collective gasp. And then everybody goes, oh, like that was the one thing. And then the game was completely turned around and Chuck probably wins in two turns. But instead he goes for the uh, heal five uh and he can obviously sense it because his shoulders immediately slump. Like, what did I do wrong? <laughs> <laughs> and then the game was over like the next turn. Uh, but uh, yeah, we, we never really let him live it down. It was just Ever. a really fun experience. And he's such a good sport, as you can tell, uh, that we just have to laugh. Um, it was terrifying. And it, it was it was demoralizing after the fact. I didn't eat or sleep or go anywhere for, you know, three weeks. And, you know, guy won't let me forget. And <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but it was still no, a think- good time. It was a good time. It, and and um, I, I would say I would do it again. Obviously, I would be a, a lot more. Um, <laughs> I would uh, I would um, pay a little bit more attention to what I was doing. Um, but it was such a good experience and, and, and doing something like that was, um, it, it was neat. It was neat. Yeah. And honestly, you were brave enough to get up there. I wasn't. So kudos <laughs> to you for, for taking the initiative. We'll get some, you looked really good up there on the stage. So we'll put a picture, uh, from that BlizzCon while you're sitting at the, the, big table that they had you at um, just to relive that experience. But I thought I burned them all. I guess I missed one. <laughs> Thank you for the, your your uh, <laughs> willingness to sit through and relive that with me. Oh, That's probably my favorite part of BlizzCon 2019, yeah, to be honest. Now, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it was fun. Good times, good times. Good times indeed. So any final thoughts uh, before we let you go for the evening? No, no. Um <clears throat> Thank you.
Did I lose you? No, now I'm here. Hold on. Oh, okay. <clears throat> no, no other final thoughts. Um, uh, other than you know, BlizzCon. I, I do have to say that that you know the online version of BlizzCon. Um, while again, while we couldn't be there, it was still a good time, um, and and still gave you the sense of community. And and I'm I'm so glad to be a part of of. The, the Blizzard community as well as the Hearthstone community at, in general. And um, it, it's it's really good being able to to go in, stream, have people show up that like to do the same thing that, that you do. And um, that's what being a part of this is all about. All right, Chuck. Well, thanks again for coming on. And how can people get in touch with you if they want to reach out? So you can reach out to me on Twitter. Um, I am the Checkmate three hundred and sixty, um, and you can also get me on um, on my uh, on my stream uh, Monday through fr- uh, Monday through Wednesday, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, um, and that's at twitch.tv slash Checkmate three hundred and sixty. And again, those times are Eastern, and we'll have the information for that and his Discord uh, on the show notes. So, Chuck, much love, my friend. Always great to hear from you and have a laugh. Much love to you, bud. Appreciate you. Thanks for having me on again. And that brings us to the song of the week, or the card of the week. Uh, we chose Alora because of the recent nerf, and I was inspired by the sea shanty at BlizzCon, so it's to the theme of Gilligan's Island. So step right up and you'll hear a tale, a tale that will make you stress. It started with an empty board and a hand that was a mess. My hand was full of high cost cards and I wasn't on the coin. They were playing Scam Pally. I felt it in my groin. I felt it in my groin. Turn one, they did not play a thing. Turn two, they did the same. Turn three, they coined out Alora. Surely a misplay. Surely a misplay. But then they played first day at school and it brought out tip the scales with tide color war leader two mergur mcgurgle and mermy a dragon tamer the navigator and amalgam allura now costs five this has been the happy hearthstone Thank you so much for listening. As always, we'd love to know what you thought of the show and what you'd like to see see added for future episodes. Check the show notes over at thehappyhearthstone.com for information on how to get a hold of me or the Happy Hearthstone in general. And if you have any show ideas or would like to be on the show yourself to talk about anything Hearthstone related, please do reach out. Also in the show notes, there's a link to a giveaway uh, for the Mega Bundle for Forged in the Barrens and a second prize of the Glimmer Purple Murloc so be sure to check that out and uh, follow on Twitch and Twitter uh, so that you can be eligible to receive that. 
On top of that, please consider leaving a review on your favorite podcast apps. Some more recent reviews to refer to me as the show host will really help us. People are starting to search for Hearthstone Podcast just so that they know it's more relevant. And finally, if you are able to help the show financially, please check the perks that are available over at patreon.com slash the happy hearthstone. I'm incredibly thankful to anyone who's able to support this way, and I'm really eager to hear what new perks you'd like to see, uh, even if you aren't able to join. Uh, you are all the happy hearthstone and this show is absolutely meant for you. And finally, I just want to send a very special thank you for longtime producers of the show, Menok and Number Theory. You really have been incredibly supportive of the show, even through the transition, and I do feel the support and love every time we make this show. And sincerity, you are awesome, and I, we couldn't do this without you. Much love, everyone. <laughs>